This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, it's Monday the 12th of February 2024, the time is 7 o'clock. Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night and welcome to Bradford City Chickens on the Loose podcast live. And today we'll be talking about the pre-match of Wrexham, uh, sorry the post-match of Wrexham, pre-match of MK Dons, the latest Bradford City news Everyone's favourite feature, the weather forecast for a Bradford game, and score predictions. And I am joined by a couple of regular people. I'm joined by Stan, Diane, and DJ Lee. Good I, uh, morning, guys and girls. Good evening. Good evening. Everybody okay? Good evening. Can you hear me loud enough? Yep, you're covering both my ears. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Right, so let's get straight into it, shall we? What's your thoughts on the Wrexham game? Uh, I'll, I'll start the ball rolling. Um, it was a good result, very good result. Um, overall, played well. I think they shaded the first half of the first half. Um, and second half, I thought we started well. Uh, the middle bit where it is even seems, but I thought we... we um, kind of looked the better side towards the end and looked more capable, I think, of getting something. Um, really good atmosphere. Um, really good atmosphere. Um, and one of couple of criticisms that criticisms I have, or it's an observation really, is that when we, well, A, we didn't start with McDonald's and, Bob, and, and Clark Odor got, got on in front of Bobby. Um, but I think when we were kind of a bit panicky coming out of kicking the balls out of defence for the first 20-odd minutes until McDonald came on and probably calmed it down. Um, but overall, I think a very good win. And Diane, what's your thoughts on the game? Uh, can I admit that you'll listen to it second half because we're coming back from my dad's. Oh, so, there's always one. 
I know. I only <laughs> listened to the second half. I got about half three and I had to do loads of stuff, so at least I listened to it. No, I second half, it sounded like we were playing better than the first half because obviously I didn't hear what the first half were like or anything. But there you go. I'm glad we got I'm glad we got the three points over them anyway. At least um, I admit that I don't listen to the second half. Yeah. Uh, Jake, are you there? I am here. Hello. Hello. So what's your what were your thoughts on the Wrexham game? Well, it was a really good result. I mean, look, I mean, not many of us it's a classic Bradford City way, right? You play the good teams at the top end of the table, turn up and perform and then, you know, we'll ride around against Sutton and uh, that's when it becomes tricky for us. But I hope that's not the case. I genuinely hope that this is a big turning point, but really good result and completely agree. McDonald absolutely changed again when he came on, I feel. And DJ Lee, what's your thoughts? Well, I know everybody slated him against Wimbledon, but tell me the difference between the two performances other than Cookie managed to stick ball in net this time. That's all that was missing against Wimbledon, and it's paid off in Wrexham, and I said we'd nick it 1-0, and we did. Miss Callett? Uh, evening, everybody. Um yeah, I thought second half much better than the first half. When a cookie missed a penalty, I was like, oh, God, this is how it's going to turn out. But fair play to him. He kept his um, kept his cool and um, got the second, got the uh, much-wanted goal. So I think a bit, we had a bit of luck on his side, if I'm honest, as well, which we don't normally get. Um, but, yeah, cracking result. Let's hope, as Jake said, we're turning the corner now when we get get up that league yeah so my thoughts on it were I agree with you Callie we were lucky with the uh, when we got the penalty I actually faced the other way as soon as Andy Cook picked it up I thought he's going to miss this or something's going to happen and obviously he did miss it but then he came the hero with that uh, with that header and the stuff you find on like YouTube uh, like I found a um, a Wrexham guy who does like uh, live streams the game and does reaction thing. I've put him on social media and he thanked me earlier for plugging him, plugging his uh, channel. Uh, but I thought Chapman was really, really poor on Saturday. Uh, he just seemed didn't seem himself. He, just, he didn't seem to get forward as much. Kept giving taking ball out. Has anyone got thoughts on how Chapman played or any particular other player? I think he played how Alexander wanted him to, didn't he? To fill in and kind of back up our friend Mr Smallwood a bit. So he did sort of negate his attacking prowess a little bit. Although he put a good pass in, didn't he, early doors? Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, Any particular player who stuck, uh, sticked out for them or... I think I, I think I, I agree with well you know kind of both of you in that sort of um, probably wasn't his best performance but you know he's still coming back from injury and the rest of the team have, are already up to speed and he's playing catch up so he, we we'll, we'll won't get that consistency from him just yet but um, I thought um, I thought uh, Kavanagh looked all right in parts he's he's very much he's, he's He's kind of a bit raw, but he's not as raw as um, uh, the Irish lad we had last year. What were they called um, from Burnley? Uh, I know, yeah, I know you mean. He he was very raw and very low in confidence, but 
I, I, what I like about Kavanaugh, I think, um, obviously, there's, there's parts of his game that he will improve on. He's just a kid anyway, but he, he kind of he's, he's direct. He'll, he'll have a go. He'll take a player on. I'll try to take a player on. You've got your hand up, Jake? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, Sam Walker was really, really, really good at the weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, look, when he came in, he had a pretty uphill battle. I mean, you know, Harry Lewis has been obviously very good for his last year, and although he dipped off a bit of the start of the season, I think when Sam Walker came in, a lot of us were probably a bit dubious as to, you know, how well he might actually do. But, you know, he's a towering presence at six foot six in net, and... You know, Wrexham obviously peppered the curl. They only actually ended up having five on target, I think. But, you know, he made two really, really good serves in that. And I think that's our third clean sheet in a row now. So, you know, I think I think to him to come in, you know, mid-season after not having much game time, you know, he's actually been a really positive acquisition. And, you know, hopefully that means that our defence can, you know, continue to be solid. Because, you know, this week, actually, if you think about it against MK Lons and then Sutton at the weekend, I mean, obviously tomorrow will be a tough game. But, you know, more than enough chance for us to kind of move up the league a bit and hopefully be positive. I mean, I think the playoffs are a big stretch, but, you know, if we can get this defence sorted out, then you never know. Stan, you got your hand up, bud? Yeah, uh, thank you, Jake, for actually reminding me. You, you're correct. I thought um, Sam Walker was... Uh, he had a flawless game. He had a perfect game. He was um, dominant in the air, um, obviously made some good saves. There was, his positioning for the saves was very good. Um, his distribution was very good and um, I was talking to my mate on the way back on, on Saturday night and um, kind of saying that like when those balls have been coming in um, he's either his physical presence his positioning or the aura around him his, 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 com his communication is a lot more commanding um, there was nobody there was no kind of flapping at those crosses I mean he'll probably have a game where that'll be the case perhaps I don't know but you know obviously Wrexham were very good um, in the air but he he was very much uh, I think a calm presence in those situations as well as for the rest of the game obviously but in terms of like um, you know there were, there were nothing that the, the balls went in in that area and he pretty much dealt with it so yeah absolutely um, uh, flawless performance from, from Walker and um, you know sort of like the Harry Lewis of this season has, has you know obviously not maintained the high standards he set last year so on that level I'd say well if, if Sam Walker's like that for the rest of the season I'd say we've got we've got a better deal you know in terms of him coming in um, but yeah So looking at the stats uh, from Foot Mob, Wrexham had 63% possession. We only had 37. They had 17 total shots. We had 10. They had five shots on target. We had eight. There was two uh, two big chances. One for them, one for us. Big chances missed same again. One for them, one for us. Accurate pa uh, passes. They had 347, 77%. We had 167, what's well, 59%. They committed five fouls. We committed 19. There was 11 corners for them, and we only had three corners. But when, I, when I'm watching the game, I don't know if it's... I think it's Parky's, like, mentality, what he's put into the team is they're doing everything really quickly, like throw-ins, corners, but they're going down a little bit easy. And does, does anyone else notice anything from the game? Uh, 
what happened to Paul Mullen? Because wasn't he playing there on Saturday? Because people say that he were crap. It was. He couldn't score in a brothel. Chucked uh, him off, didn't they? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard that. Yeah, came off and uh, there was quite a, a bit of explosive chanting coming from our end. Well, yeah, and when he came off, yeah. it, was, it was pretty funny, to be honest. But what were people's thoughts on, before we move on to the MK Don's preview, what's everyone's thoughts on Andy Cook taking penalties? Do you think he should stop taking penalties or do you think he should carry on taking penalties? Because he's if missed two big, two big penalties on you now. I want to be brutally he's honest, no. He's missed three. But he needs to keep taking them. That goal will have done him no end of good that he scored. The penalty he took on Saturday was straight down middle and he saved it with his legs. That's not an Andy Cook penalty that's confident, is it? It's sticking it yeah. inside post. So, about you, Stan? Have you got any thoughts on the penalty? Yeah, it was a poly. It was a poor penalty, and I probably what? agree with um, with uh, uh, Lee. Sorry, um, that a confident scoring Andy Cook probably, like you say. Puts that just inside the post, doesn't he? So, um, so yeah. So maybe I mean we, we're all really pleased for, for for Cook the fact that he scored a few minutes later because if if he hadn't done, I mean you look at the, what it was like the rest of the game at Stockport, um, he could have got a hat trick that night, and um, you know, and, it, and, it, and you could see it basically it got to him, and, and he is very much a hat on sleeve type player, so. Um, it's, it's quite simple in that respect. So, yeah, we're glad that he kind of scored that goal. And, and great, actually, as well, the, the, the turn for that, um, the turn when he turned the uh, centre-half. Cruyff turn. <laughs> yeah, it was a proper Cruyff turn, wasn't it? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, he, he's kind of like good on, <clears throat> good on him because um, <laughs> he did that turn. He shot, decent enough shot, decent enough save, but he followed up. And uh, yeah, great, great stuff. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say give him another penalty, but I don't know. I don't know. It depends, doesn't it? Diane, my phone's playing up. Um, like, like they say, let him have another chance. But I thought I heard that. I thought Rich Small was going to take it when I heard that he had the ball, and I was swearing at the radio. <laughs> you want me both? You want oh, the I only don't one. Do not let him. You want the only one live? I was like, no. <laughs> no. Do, do you know what that was? That was really good from Smallwood, even though it didn't work. Well, it didn't. It didn't in a way. He basically took the pressure off of the penalty yeah. taker. Yeah. He he cut that burden on, didn't he? He was the one that was going to get all the shit housing from the Wrexham players. Yeah. Then, then when it all just died off, he gave the ball to Cook. So, um, yeah, yeah that, that was. Really... I, th I think Andy Andy will score a penalty, <laughs> but I'll, when he put his hands in his head, I felt hands in his head, head in his hands. I can't even speak. I felt so sorry for him because I did see it, the replay of it. I felt so sorry for him when he missed it. He knew it would have He knew it would have poor effort, didn't he? He knew. Oh, definitely. Low on the floor, down middle. Yeah. Have you got any thoughts on it, Jake? Andy Cook on penalties? 
Well, I mean, for me, I'd be putting Jake Young on the next one. I mean, we've got, you know, a lad who was the top goal scorer of the most of League Two, uh, most of the season in League Two, rather. And I think it'd be great for him to open his breath you can't soon. It's no, nothing against Cookie. You, you know, like, he's a fantastic striker and he'll continue to yeah. score whether he does or doesn't take penalties. But, you know, I, I think it, you know, he'd been on for most of the game, so it makes complete sense that he's on there. But I think now after missing that one, there's no reason why if Young's starting, we shouldn't have him on there. Unless he particularly doesn't fancy it, you know, you want a confident penalty taker going up and having it. But, you know, I think the quicker Young opens his account for it, the better. For me, like, the, the kind of recipe for our future success relies on those two playing together because, you know, the two of our players who we've got tied down for, you know, contracts beyond the season. So the quicker we can get them playing together, you know, the more potent our strike force will be. And, you know, if we get a penalty tomorrow night, I'd... Uh, I'd really hope it was, you know, Youngie stepping up, taking it. But, you know, if it's Cookie again at the same time, you know, I, I don't think that will affect his confidence. I think if anything, like what was said earlier, you know, that goal he scored of the weekend will, you know, do wonders for him. So either way, I'm easy, but I'd have Young on the next one personally. I'd agree with that. I would say that Alexander is probably trying to get Cookie firing on all four. And that's probably why it's told him to keep taking him. Yeah. Just uh, a thought. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody said what they needed to say there, really. I don't think I've got anything to add to all that. I just hope he has given him his confidence back and I hope he fires mm. quite a few more in on next game. So looking at the formation we played, uh three, four, two, one with Walker, Kelly, Platt, Tompkinson, Halliday, Gilead, Smallwood, Richardson, Cav, Chapman and Cook. Uh, Richards went off with a nasty it looked like a bit of a nasty head injury so do you think he'll stick with the same team minus Richards or do you think he'll change it about and just start with Stan and work it along really well I, I don't know what he will do I mean what he should do is start Smallwood so um, I mean the option was obviously right out is, is out so probably put Gilead at left back um, my mate said it was an elbow. It was a red card for that for from their player to elbow uh, Richards uh, Richardson in um, in the nose or in the face. So um, yeah, it, it's kind of like for me, it's got to be. It's a no brainer. It's got to start Kev. So I'd say start with the team that he finished with. Okay, Diane. I didn't know why um, Kevin McDonald went on so well because of Richards getting the injury that Kevin McDonald went on. Because wasn't that in the first yes. half? Yes, that's right, Dan, yeah. Yeah. So, he's, like I said earlier, got to the second half. Um, I'd probably, like you say, Sam, I'd probably start with a team that finished because we, we did really well in the second half. See if we can carry it on. Yeah. Uh, Jake? Yeah, I think generally you don't want to change a winning team, do you? Um, you know, that team at the end did, is probably one of our strongest lineups. I mean, the, the only thing I'd say about tomorrow is however we play it, I, I just, I'd use that pitch that we've got to our advantage because, you know, the pitch isn't in great nick and we know that, you know, Mike Williamson's MK Dons like playing very, you know, expansive, fast in football, you know, don't know who else wants to steady MK, but I was there and they, you know, they passed us all over the pitch and I think the fact that, you know, our pitch itself isn't in, looking in great condition at the minute, you know, I would try and make it a really cagey tight game. Um, and I think we do need Gilead at left back if Richards doesn't fix. I think we need some pairs to cope with uh, you know, them going forwards. So, yeah, I'd keep it the same as it ended, really. Lee? Uh, I've got a question, actually, to those of you that went. Chapman came off, Ado went on for him, and then 20 minutes, 25 minutes later, he took Ado back off 
and put stubs on, which I could understand we'd scored cup scores on 90 minutes and there's extra time. So I didn't think Odor were doing anything. Did anybody else notice him? He did a few yeah, touches just... down right hand side, but that was it. No end product. Get running in a few. Get running a few cold sacks, in my opinion. He just won't yeah. get anywhere, and obviously Nothing a game on. Nothing coming and... in the middle, were there? No, they're not, mate. It was just kept kept running to cold sacks and stuff, and not really doing well. So, going back to Walker, is he brings an assurance at the back that we've lacked. Yeah, you just you just know he's calm. And... <laughs> Dial yes. down. <laughs> Uh, Kelly, have you got any thought on the formation or mm. tactics or anything? Uh, uh, I'd like to see Bobby. But I, I know we keep droning on about Bobby Pointham, but I'd still like to see him up there um, in the team. I just think he brings a lot to the game. I just, yeah. I like his fire and his passion. He should so have I'd come like... on. He should have come on instead of Odor. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So started, but yeah, hundred percent should have come on, shouldn't he? Yeah. So moving on to the Milton Keynes Dons game, uh, typically on a Tuesday night, yeah, no yeah. team news, nothing. That's <laughs> oh, why Monday night for a game for Tuesday night, there's no team news at all. So we're doing this blind again. So Bradford City versus MK Dons tomorrow, seven forty-five kickoff at uh, the University of Stadium, Bradford. The referee is Oliver Yates, and just a couple of stats on Mister Oliver Yates. In the EFL trophies, had four appearances. He's dished out 14 yellow cards, no second yellows, no reds, no penalties. League One, he's had 11 appearances, 43 yellow cards, one second yellow, and he's given four penalties. League Two, nine appearances. He's dished out 39 yellow cards, three second yellows, two reds, three penalties. FA Cup, one appearance, six yellow cards, no second yellows, no reds, one penalty. In the EFL Cup, he's had one appearance, five yellow cards, no second yellows, no second reds, and no penalties. Grand total of 26 appearances, dished out 107 yellow cards, four second yellows, two reds, and eight penalties. And just going on about the stats and stuff like that, Bradford City have won seven. They've drawn one, and Milton Keynes Dons has won two games. Uh, so going back to 2003, Bradford City won 3 2. 2014, Bradford City won 1 0. 2000, uh, September 2014, 1-2-1. 23rd of September, we lost 2-0. 9th of February 2015, we won 2-1. 16th of August 2016, we won 2-1. 28th of February 2017, we drew 2-0. 7th of October 2017, we absolutely smashed them 4-1. 24th of April 2018, Bradford City won 2-0. And 24th of October 2023, we got absolutely battered by MK Dons 4-1. So what's people's thoughts on the referee? And we'll start off with Stan and work away across. Well, brace yourselves then, isn't it, really? It sounds like yeah. a happy. It, it sounds like the sort of ref that is in danger of losing a game uh, at some point, isn't he? If he's dishing out cards, it, it almost feels like, I'm guessing here, obviously, but, you know, kind of, he, he'll start dishing like three, four, five cards out in the space of... 10-15 minutes so yeah gosh it's, got, it's uh, going to be interesting not looking forward to that bit no. Diane 
Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be Mr. Card Happy Lights Dancers tomorrow. Hopefully he's not going to be card happy, but our lads will just have to be on the guard, like if he's done all them cards. That'll be fun. Yep. Sounds like it might be a Drysdale. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> don't say that in front of Callish, we'll go skits. <laughs> Jenny, what's your thoughts on referee? God, I hate that man. <laughs> I know you hate that man. Well, <laughs> I mentioned him. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, no, no falls for me and the referee. I mean, look, can't say how we are. I mean, I think at the weekend he refereed for Wickham Peter Brigham, which was 5 2. So, you know, I take us getting a 5 2 win over MK Dons. But yeah, I've not, yeah, I'm not too fussed either way, to be honest. I think we've been pretty good actually at not picking up too many silly cards, you know, despite the fact we've supposedly fouled Wrexham quite a lot of the weekend. I don't feel like we went, you know, overboard or, you know, across the line too much. So, you know, fine. Late? I. <laughs> Just think we need to be on as metal and concentrate on what we can do best, and that's attack. Let them commit the fouls. Let them get sent off. End of. Is Card happy? It's apparent. Bring yeah. it on. So before, <laughs> so before we go to Cali, we've had Andy Tubbs-Taylor just tweet us underneath. Walker commands his six-yard box coming off his line. Lewis, great shot, shot shopper, stopper but never comes out to take the ball. Very impressive with Walker. So then, Kelly, what's your thoughts? Uh, I think I second what Lee's just said. I think, I'm sure Graham Alexander has got enough oomph about him to kind of look at, like like fans do, we look at stats. I'm sure he must. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. try and calm him down mm. and just say, look, we've had a win. I'm sure he's going to sort him out for MK Dons. I'm absolutely, 100%. Yep, so it's the Alexander Derby, isn't it? Tomorrow. Yeah, it yeah absolutely. And, it I, and I think that he knows he knows the team better than anybody, really, doesn't he? So, yeah. How long were it? How long were he there? Didn't you get sacked in October? And you were there. Didn't you get appointed in June, July last year? Think, think about yeah. eight months. Wasn't yeah, it? it wasn't long, was it? No, but it's, it, it's enough. Like June, July. It's enough to get to know him. <clears throat> so that that for me gives us. I think I'm feeling quite positive because he knows he knows obviously the yeah. team. He we, we've got we're confident after what happened on Saturday. We're due to beat them if they've the, the record against me good. We're due to beat them. So yeah, I'm hundred percent. It's going to be a massive yeah. game for us. I think the potential for us to get cards tomorrow is if we're late to tackles because they're basically yeah. passing the ball around. So it's it's. Rather than like recklessness, it's it's going to be. We've got to make sure that we play a good pressing game that doesn't ensure that we end up like out of position or late to tackle. So yeah. Well, if we give them anything, it's in their half, not ours. <laughs> Actually, I thought Platt managed his game quite well. I thought the back three did really well because um, Platt got a relatively early yellow card, didn't he, on Saturday? He did. Yeah. And uh, managed to um, manage his own game um, for the rest of the game, and I thought for most part he did well against, like obviously a good forward line. It's it's very rare we do bad at cards, isn't it? We we lose his heads. Some odd players lose their head towards the end of games, don't they? Sometimes, but overall we don't do bad, do we? Giving you know, me, you know, being sent off and such like that. I think we do quite well at it. Yeah, oh, they're quite, yellow card. quite smart, aren't they, our players at back? So. Yeah. 
And I think Tomkinson, the USA guy, I think he's, I, I think we'd be a lot worse, you know, worse off if he weren't, you know, in the defence. I think he holds that back line amazing. I think he, you know. On Tomkinson, really on Tomkinson, he looked tired to me against Wrexham. Did he? He did. I just think, I, I just, I don't know what it is about him. I just think he's one of them. He kept going, he had, but he looked, just looked tired. It looks to me like one of those players that has got that passion about him. When when you play the Andy Cole go, call back, Andy Cook call back, got the same teeth in as Diane. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, you could see that passion in him because we'd scored, yeah. and same with Cookie and, and the rest oh, of them. For sure. You could tell what it meant. He was one at first there. A lot to that team. Yeah, absolutely. one at first there. And yeah. I liked that uh, Young came across as well, didn't he? Yeah, you could tell what it meant. To really all could. of them, every one of them on that pitch, it was yes. Yeah. Relief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Tompkinson, guys, his last few games, his passing, which has normally been good, hasn't been his best attribute, but he did, he did play better. And uh, I think that back three is, is the first choice back three for me. Um, but yeah, I think they complement each other well. I think Kelly's probably the best out-and-out defender, um, but Platy and Tomkinson are, are you know decent enough footballers as well. Not that Kelly can't string a pass either, but yeah, I think um, he's blocked. He's known see. for his blocks, and his blocks are just amazing. Sometimes it's like, how the hell did he yeah. get there? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he loves a battle, doesn't he? And he, and he kind of does. He does. I mean, it's a bit and we're without, without Richards out with this... Tomorrow, his eye were completely shut. Claret streaming. So I don't think he's going to be playing tomorrow. No, no, they'll be, be interested to see. Longer. Yeah. Well, yeah, concussion that were mentioned, concussion protocols. So before we go on to basically latest Bradford news slash anything, Stan, I've got to ask you one question. Go ahead. What are you having for your tea right about now? I know, I know. I could hear my... Um... <laughs> rattling against the plate. I'm having uh, roast chicken legs with chips. I was going to make myself some mashed potatoes, but I couldn't be bothered. So just so roast chicken legs with chips and gravy. We have to get a bit of food into this podcast occasionally. So the next feature I like to call is latest Bradford news slash. If anything wants to talk about anything, basically try to keep it clean, but we we'll start off with Stan really and work away across. <sighs> Sorry, yeah, so what 
What, just any other business kind of thing? Yeah, just any, any other Bradford news, because uh, I can't find out online, so okay. there's no team news out online, so just if you want to talk about oh, Bradford City-wise. No, I mean, I, I think... Um, I mean, we, we talked about, you know, sort of last week we talked about the um, the the fans for and without the fans. Um, it's, I, I think, obviously, we've just, you know, we've just got to carry on with the season and just kind of make the most of it because, um, you know, sort of, uh, this this is it now. Windows shut. I can't see him sacking... Um, Alexander or anything like that. So, so just basically um, play play till the end of the season and see where we go. I think we're probably up against it a little bit, but that squad is good enough um, to, to to sort of push for the playoffs. We may have left it too late, but it's only set. It's only seven points, so there's 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 uh, plenty of time. The only other thing I would say, and I saw a tweet today, and. Um, um, uh, from a Carlisle fan saying um, uh, having doubts and, and a City fan responded well you can't have a refund <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not, I saw that it's not started off well for him has it so I mean they were poor before that so it, yeah just going back on that it's a strange choice but you know it is what it is so before we sorry, go to Diane just looking at the league table uh, Bradford City are currently 14th uh, we've played 31 games. We have won 10, drawn 10, won 11. Uh, we're minus three goal difference and we're on 40 points. And MK Dons are six. They've played 30, won 15, drawn six, lost nine. Goal difference 11 and points 51. So we just need to go on a bit of a, one, a win, really, don't we? And start climbing that table and you never know, miracles might happen. We might get into the playoffs. Can you imagine that it would be the biggest comeback ever, wouldn't it, if we did? Even if we just managed to scrape into playoffs. All right, Callie. History makers of this if we get to the playoffs. Say say that again. So what would be what would be better, right? Yeah. History makers when obviously we got to playoffs uh, and stuff like that, one got to League Cup final. Or would you say would this year if we do get to playoffs? What would you say? Would you say which one's better if this happens, for example? If we do get into playoffs? Oh, it's got to be league, aren't it? It's got to be getting out of league two. It's got to be the, the biggest thing. But, I mean, look at, well, look what we did in 2013. I know it were a completely different team, but who's to say we can't win this cup, this little cup that we're in and, and get in playoffs? It only takes a few games, doesn't it, to get together? A few, three or four games, a nice little, nice little run. It's, we can do it it's there and the players should be thinking that now they should be thinking right we've got one win under his belt we need you know what I mean I, I just think I hope they're all sat there thinking let's just go for it now we've got no to lose let's go for it like they're doing in the cup games That's, they seem to be coming out of a cup game and going onto the field with a different mindset to league mm. I just hope they, that carries on what's your thoughts there love I think we if we carry on the momentum of winning now, you don't forget teams can slip up mid mid season. People do have a slump, so we could get up to them playoffs <clears> if people do get the slump in the mid season as they do. We just need to keep the win. Ratio the going, which I think we can do. The other thing to look at if you're going to be on the optimistic side is that 
teams will be playing each other. So somebody's going to be dropping points. So, um, you know, um, you only have to be minimum, was it seventh best team in this league? So um, I think if we did, it would only be, uh, at best, make, be better than 2013 if we actually get promoted because of the way that the season's gone. But getting into the playoffs and failing is not a patch for me on 2013. Yeah. Uh, Lee, have you got any thoughts on it, bud? Yeah, we just need to win. I think if we keep doing what we're doing, keep solid at the back, nick a goal up top, frustrate the opposition, which we've done in his last two games, because Wimbledon got frustrated, we outplayed them. Uh, Wrexham, we're getting frustrated because they couldn't find that killer touch. And we did. Clough said, takes a second to score a goal. And thanks, Andy Cook. You got ours on Saturday. And we can do that again. At home, where it matters. Because I'll put a lot more bums on seats if we start putting a run together. Yeah. I've, just, I've not seen... Uh, I don't know that anybody else has, but obviously I've, I've been uh, looking after my, my little dog. Um, and I've not seen any negative stuff anywhere on any social. Has anybody else? No. no. Yeah. It's all been positive. Yeah. It just shows, doesn't it? Just one win just changes yeah. the whole... Situations yeah. that's going and on behind scenes. And if we win tomorrow, just so you go ahead, Darren, sorry. If we win tomorrow, because I know I'm not talking about the trophy, but if we win tomorrow, you might get more people getting tickets for the trophy for the semi-final. Hope so. As well, to keep the momentum going. Don't winner only get hundred grand for that. I don't know, but we have sold over three thousand tickets at the moment. Mm. So that's not too bad. But like I say, if we keep a momentum going, winning, you're going to get more people wanting to go next Wednesday to watch us try to get to <clears> Wembley. <throat> Sorry, Stan. One thing on I'm that, going... any other business thing. Did anybody see or catch what Graham Alexander was saying about Jamie Walker and Tyreek Wright? I think he said Tyreek Wright's nearer to coming back than Walker is, but I didn't catch it. So I just wondered if anybody else and... did. And Jamie Walker got a broken leg and specialist missed it. That's you know what I've heard. Do you know the thing about that as well? Because people were talking about Walker who had been injury prone. He was taken out by a, an absolutely awful tackle. He a was. really cynical tackle. It was nothing, a bulldozer, was nothing like that. He didn't. Who was that, say? It was a bulldozer of a tackle, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's one thing like doing a cynical foul, but there's another thing breaking a person's leg, isn't there? Um, like to, to kind of in, in that cynical foul. Is that foul, what he so. saying? That he's got a broken leg now? Well, it was a fracture, wasn't it? Something, yeah. Well, fracture yeah. is a break, yeah. isn't it? Saying specialist missteps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think That's one like, of his... Uh, someone put us a bit of a snarky comment on social media, and then I think it's, it's one of his relatives replied to it. Hmm. Uh, in other words, he said something about. She said something about a broken leg. One thing we know as fans about Jamie Walker is he runs his nuts off every game. He doesn't give up on anything. So I was wondering if he's fractured it through tackle that was just mentioned, or if it's some sort of stress fracture because he's been playing with knocks, which he did last season as well. Mm. I think if you if you look back to that game, 
it was in obvious pain, money. He he really oh, yeah. took, he took it. Doesn't stay down, does it? Yeah, no. when he walked past the goal, yeah. he was you could tell he was in pain. And I can't, I can't imagine he's he's too happy with the outcome of um, that tackle, but also the fact that it was missed because obviously they would have tried to get him back in training, and who knows what damage that was done by yeah. a, a missed sort of like X-ray or whatever it was that they they missed. So um, and, and for me, like in an NAOB AOB sort of style, I think um, got to sign Walker for at least another year and. You know, because behind Brad, he was up to that point, uh, second best player at season. So we've had uh, Andy Tubbs again reply. Uh, it says, need Walker right and hopefully Patterson back and get some positive results. Next 10 days are big for the club. Massive. Agree with you there. That is massive. Absolutely massive. Is well, anyone we've else... seen Pato this year, though. That's the thing. <laughs> What's he actually out for? Does anybody know? Well, that's what I missed. I didn't know if it were in that had broke his leg or... G.A. mentioned in it in the press, presser, didn't he? I think it's about six to eight weeks or eight to 12 weeks, I said Patterson's out for. Hmm. And we've got Ayagoki. What's happened to him? He's, he's damaged something, hasn't he? But then apparently we were supposed to go back, but then the club agreed with each other where they would keep him at the club but lower the like wage slash after I'm either paying yeah, yeah so they've, they've kept him is but anyone is he... else no go on you know, no no I, I was just going to say is he coming back or isn't he do we know <laughs> not sure I'm not bothered to be honest has anybody got anything else they want to say anything football related uh like, what's your thoughts we see on the blue cards? If it, if it works, it works. I mean, that blue card, I mean, to be fair, the walker, that that blue card apparently, in it for those sorts of tackles or single fouls where, I mean, when your player does it, you, you kind of take it, but so frustrating when it happens <clears> when another team player does it to you or when you're breaking away and they bring you down or they pull your shirt. So I think, is it for that? It's a sin binning, isn't it, so a player can calm <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. A bit like rugby. Do you know what would be really funny? Send them off for 10 minutes. What would be really hilarious, though, so we say a goalkeeper gets a blue card. <laughs> <laughs> what would actually happen on that? Would the goalkeeper have to come off and, like, a defender have to win that yeah. by yes. 10 minutes? Or yeah. Or just switch them about? I saw it on uh, Facebook earlier. Someone posted it. Uh, about if the goalkeeper gets a blue card, he can either get substituted or did he, like another player can go and go for ten minutes. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a really good idea, me. I think it'll. Yeah. It works and in league and union. It works. Teams like us chance to bang one in while they're down to ten players. I think. But they'd have to do. Thing. Why don't they go all oh, and just do away with yellow card or sin bin on a yellow card? Let him calm down because nine times out of ten. It's where most of the arguments come from, and I didn't do that. Come on, have a look, get your specs on. So you know what I mean? a, a bit of a scenario, right? Uh, I'm going to use Jamie Walker for example. Say Jamie Walker is on a yellow card, and he goes and he trips another player up, and instead of getting a yellow card, he gets a blue card. Do you reckon it would cause a bit of arguments or? What do you reckon would happen in that With situation? With Jamie Walker, probably definitely. 
He's passionate about his football. Jamie Walker's a good shit house, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I th it's an interesting one because I think typically, like everything else in football, although to be fair, they, they did kind of do goal line and bar, but um, would be that they try it for like a, a few weeks and then stop it. Typically, do you know what I mean? Because remember, at the start of the season, we we're all playing like two hundred minutes a game because. We're adding every single second on, and whether that I'd be interested to see whether the behaviours of the players have changed over the season as a result of that, or whether they just stopped enforcing stuff. I don't know. I think they have so, to experiment with it, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Why not? You know, sort of like in pre-season, yeah. whatever. In 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 this cup, you know, EFL trophy. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be an ideal vehicle, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think they said they were going to um, experiment in the Women's Super League as well for an FA Cup next season. They're not arguing women's football, do they? Oh, they do. <laughs> Ooh. I have to watch you and my dad on a Saturday if I'm over there. <laughs> oh, yes. They do argue. But they get straight back up if they get injured. <laughs> Is anyone else, anything else wants to discuss about anything that's happening at Bradford City or anything? I, I, can I just say I found the Ryan uh, Reynolds tweet hilarious saying we played with heart etc and then it got removed quite quickly because the Wrexham fans were complaining <laughs> that it was yeah. big enough party I just found that really funny I just thought I'd and put that in there don't forget what a Wrexham fan said about the disaster, staging disaster as well on Twitter yeah that yeah, was yeah. Uh, well, I actually well, so I've got the tweet in front I'm of me. Glad I didn't see it, it, and I was yeah, I know. Uh, get you lay. So a guy called Jamie West. Uh, I actually reported this to uh, Wrexham and Twitter, and the tweet actually got removed. Uh, so if people want to disappear for like ten seconds or so, uh, the following thing may be a bit offensive. Uh, so Jamie West tweeted, I'm thinking the same, the rat. I hope you all involved in another stadium disaster. Uh, that tweet got tweeted out at 5.45 on February the 10th, 2024. Uh, I reported it and I think a few other people reported it. And then it got removed. So I'm hoping the Wrexham and obviously Bradford City do make a complaint and that guy loses his season ticket. I think he should never go like to another that. football game. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Stuff like Crap that should not that. be in the game. I know sometimes it's good to have banter and stuff and like that, but... One that I can that live with. The line, that tweet. That, that... Yeah. I think it's just about. more an indication of that person, isn't it, really? It's just... If, that, if that's your... That's how I deal with it. That... It says more about them than it does anybody <laughs> else. It's like I've said, you're in control, aren't you, of what you say, what you do, what you put on social media. You have control. You might be driven by um, a certain amount of passion at sometimes, and I, I've stopped myself from, you know, sort of like sending a tweet because I just think, right, just calm down um, and, and just kind of walk away. So, But that kind of thing is hatred, and hatred just should never be part of anything. I think it's just shit for brains, isn't it, really? As, you know, brain. Exactly. So. And the club are tackling down on things like that. They're using it as the same kind of forms as racism, etc. They're using people using bad words about the, about the disaster as 
as the same thing and they are banning people, which is really good that the club are taking that stance on it. There's one thing also I want to say about our fans on uh, the Saturday. Every single one of them fans should actually be pleased with their self because everyone beha- seemed to behave themselves. And also no pyros got thrown on the pitch when Andy Cook scored or in the vicinity, uh, what, I, what I didn't witness. So the fans actually do deserve a praise for once because of I the situation. So. What did not happen? Nothing happened. I don't know if any arrests got made. It's a, pretty, it's a pretty low bar, though, isn't it, Johnny? <laughs> like yeah. you didn't you didn't throw a, a a pyro technique onto the football field. I mean, I get what you're saying, and and I think I mean there was some banter between fan Wrexham fans and and City fans near where I was at because I was near sort of like the barriers. I was on the end of one of the rows. Um, yeah. It was a really good atmosphere Saturday, and we always we always play well. We always get a result when you sense the crowds up for it, and it transmits onto the pitch, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, so, everyone's favourite part of the podcast now, sponsored by... Here's the weather. Yeah, here's the weather, sponsored by Callie's Horsey Jack, I'm going to rename it. Uh, so the weather forecast is the sun will rise at 7.32. It's going to be a bit cloudy, but then the rain's going to come in and it's going to absolutely sail it down until about 11 o'clock at night. The sun's set at 11 minutes past five. So you need your big coat and wrap up, wrap up warm. You mean right. big coat, pink hat, scarf, big boots. Yep. And then uh, we're going to now move on to Stan's favourite feature. Score prediction time. Yay! Uh, <laughs> what's your what, what's what's your prediction Stan and see if you can get it right this week like uh, you did last week. Score draw. I think it's going to be two all. You say not fence again, aren't you Stan? Well, you know, how how often do we score two goals? So, Right. So, because you've done that again, I'll have to play... Let's go for... What's this one sound like? <laughs> yeah, sitting on the fence again. Yep. Diane, what's yours prediction? Don't worry, you're going to get a sound effect as well. Oh, man. Can I just say, can I go for a win, please? Because I don't know what score it'll be tomorrow night. I'll you go for a win. You're going to go for a win, right? You're going to yeah. get a... Thank you. Well, how long has that going for? Lee, what's your, what's your prediction? I'm going to go for 2-0. Cookie and Young to score. All right, you're going to get a... Thank you. Uh, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Kelly? <laughs> I'm just loving it all sound effects. Um, I'm going 2-1 win because we've got confidence after the last game. Andy Cook is due to put another one in. Young's got a score at some point. Yeah. So I'm going 2-1. Oh. And Kelly, your sound effects going to be... <laughs> <laughs> and I think... <laughs> I think the score prediction We've got Tony, I love Tony Not in that way, but Tony You make my day every time you come Right, Tony Christie Best name ever, Tony Uh, He thinks it's 2-0  
two nil Bradford City. So you're gonna get you're gonna get a sound effect, and that sound effect's gonna be. Uh, can I find a suitable one? What's this one? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Right, I think the score is going to be... I'm going to go 3-0 City. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, 3-0 City. We're not going to score that much. Uh, and I think Andy Cook will probably... probably get a couple of goals. Right. I... Johnny, I have one burning, burning question for Kelly. Did Kelly, did you meet up with the Welsh Lothario on Saturday? <laughs> no, we had um, we exchanged a few messages back and forth, but then I've been bless her, my, my dog had to have a, a big, massive, major operation, so I've just kind of not been on anything really because I've been looking after her. But I might just start it up again. How's she how doing? Is she all right? Yeah, yeah, she's I think she's turned corner today. Um dressings are all off. It's just the um stopping her actually licking it now mm. and mess, you know, making it infected. But yep. she's a lot better. She's actually trotted onto the vets and that's she's not even been walking properly. So yeah, I think she, hopefully touch wood, she's turned a corner today. But thank you very much, everyone. So I'm glad your dog's happy, Callie. And <laughs> obviously Stan... How's your lad? Oh, my lad's all right. He's running around like a nutter. Uh, so, Callie and obviously... Yeah, give a good man down, eh? Yeah. So, obviously, <laughs> on last week's podcast, there was a bit of romanticness going on with uh, Callie and another person. Oh. Uh, I, I love these sound effects. <laughs> so, last week's podcast, I think Callie met, met the one. <laughs> and I'm going to end this publicly because I don't want to go off topic oh you missed it Lee she ended up chatting to some Welsh person yeah she ended up chatting uh, to some Welsh person and because uh, somebody told me they weren't doing one because of a thing and I just thought well I'll go do something else instead so I did something else instead Yeah. and then I came back and it's like hello <laughs> <laughs> nobody loves me <laughs> right and on that note, uh, thank you everybody for coming along. This uh, podcast, this podcast is available on every single podcast site you can think of. Now we are now uh, we've working with Talksport Fan Network. We've also got a little Facebook page on the go, Bradford City up the chickens, and. Uh, also, if you fancy, give us a like on Twitter, and hope the Bantams do win tomorrow. <laughs> Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow.
Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.